So guys, I have a quick question. For those of you who are listening near and far, you guys are greatly appreciated. Um, Greetings from Massachusetts yet again. Um, Somebody mentioned snow and then it hurt us and it came to us. So whoever said that, oh gosh, I hope it snows the most next to where you are because now you're, you've made it snow in Massachusetts. We could do really fine without snow for the year or the rest of the year or the year after that. Um, so my question, have you ever learned something several years ago and at that time didn't think you were going to use it for any, you know, use those skills for any reason at all? And then maybe three or five years later, you run into a situation where you realize that you've used those dormant skills for a quick fix. And I'm going to give you a quick story about what happened. So let's say about two and a half years ago, I went to this training center for the blind in Minneapolis, and it was a vision loss resources on Lindale Avenue. For those of you who are in Minneapolis, you probably drive past 1936 Lindale Avenue across from Rudolph's Bar and Grill, which no longer exists anymore, from what I've heard from my fellow Minnesotan friends that are actually there. VLR is a great space for people living with blindness and vision loss, and they give you basic learning skills on how to live your life as blind and visually impaired and deafblind or whatever. So I was there for maybe two classes. I just need some brush up training. And one of the home economics class I decided to run with was cooking. You could never finish learning how to cook everything. So I figured why not add that and add some travel skills training like orientation and mobility, learning how to use your cane or guide dog when you're traveling around the city. I figured since I was living there, I may as well learn how to get around that city that I would be calling my home for the time being. Um, So the instructor taught me how to sew things like, I don't know, for example, you get a rip in your pants and you want to patch on something to sew it back together. Uh, You usually don't get a lot of people, I guess, with blindness that actually can do these things by hand. Um, A lot of this requires really good dexterity skills, you know, like you're really good with using your hands. And so a lot of folks who have to learn how to do sewing on their own don't necessarily have the dexterity skills. And with my background, I've done a lot of hands-on artwork, um, building Uh, books from scratch and using book binding supplies and stuff like that to make books and sew things together um, and doing a lot of you know hands-on art so those experiences stayed around and lo and behold here I am Thursday afternoon uh, actually Wednesday I was going home from teaching and I put my gloves on my hand and I realized there's a big ass hole on my thumb. Like the hole was getting bigger and bigger. So the more I dug into my pocket to find stuff, I find a big ass hole on my thumb glove. And I'm like, okay, I feel a cold ass breeze on my fingertips. So I'm like, what the hell? 
I asked someone at the location, I was like, hey, does anybody happen to have a sewing kit that I can use real quick? All of them are like, nope, not one in sight. And I was like, okay, this is beginning to get extremely annoying because you have your gloves on and every other finger is fine except for that finger. There's a breeze that keeps hitting my hand and I have to use my white cane. Um, So your arm is extended and all you keep feeling is this annoying ass breeze hitting your fingertips. Come on, that's extremely, that's, that's really annoying. So the next day, I'm leaving from teaching again. So on my way to my next destination, as my evening is not close to being done yet, uh, I stop by Dunkin' Donuts, I grab something to eat, and then I go over to CVS and I grab a sewing kit. And then I go from CVS to the place that I will be taking my sign language classes, all in one neighborhood. And I sit down and I spread everything out, organize it. I get the needles and thread organized. The biggest part was getting the the thread into the eye of the needle, which is extremely annoying because when you don't have much vision or any at all, like it's really difficult. Like you're not gonna stick a freaking neat like a thread inside of a hole that easily but with what I learned how to do it the way that I learned uh, was to extend the string and pass it over the top of the needle well the the eyeball there's an opening in there and you pass it over that and the neat the thread gets caught in between the opening of that needle eye so once you get that in you tie a knot with that threading on the needle's eye and you quickly tie it before it get before it lets loose again because if it comes out again yeah it's going to be really annoying <laughs> and you're going to have to struggle to find it again so it's one of those tedious techniques and which also requires good dexterity you're able to keep your hand steady and strong and get it with your fingertips real good because needles and threads are very thin and they could get away from your hands really easily so you got to grip it really well and pinch it hold it hard and don't let it go so I did just that and I held it still and I swept the uh, the thread across the top of the needles eye and it got caught and I did a quick knot and it held it in place so I sewed the giant hole the big gaping hole closed I did a quick fix. It wasn't the best. It wasn't my best uh, sewing skills. I could sew things a lot better. But just to fix the current nuisance right at the moment, I did it. I sewed it. I was supposed to do two coats of sewing, but I only did one just for now. So I fixed a giant gaping hole in my glove's fingertip. And I let out a huge sigh of relief and I said, hmm. I didn't think I was I was gonna use these skills anytime soon. I think these are basically called blindness skills. Uh, blind folks sewing things together when you just don't have the time to go back and get another pair of gloves from the store because you just don't and you won't. I refuse to go back there again, so I'm just gonna fix the freaking hole and call it a day. <clears throat> um, so, with that being said. I was glad I did not have to go to the store to fix that again. So I 
was done with that whole nightmare. And so now I recommend everyone carry a sewing kit in the bottom of your backpack. You never know when you're going to need it. Because something can rip and you need to sew that shit right the fuck back up. So, gotta walk around with these big ass holes in your gloves and jacket or something. Sew that shit up until you can get a new one. So, if you got any stories about any quick tips on fixing something or skills that you never thought you would use, share them. Share every last one of these stories about having to fix something with skills you never thought you would ever come back to use. Or just situations you never thought you would be in. um, That causes you to go digging into your memory bank. Um, Anywho, I'll leave the email in the next piece of segment. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like, um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again, casu305 at outlook.com. Hey everybody, so I'm glad you guys can catch up on the recaps of previous episodes and certain discussions. Um, sleep deprivation, bird box challenges, border walls, and, you know, conversations about everything. And I want to say thanks to everybody for submitting, you know, just calling in and keep the call-ins go- coming. Um really really highly appreciated and notice we got some new voices on here um so those you know you guys are really really appreciated it's really cool to have new people on and thanks to everybody that listened near and far to the podcast um so you know i guess i dedicated this episode to call-ins and yeah you know i do want to talk about this border wall You know, it's causing a lot of issues for people across, like, everywhere. Um, I say, for those of you who voted Trump in, and you're experiencing trouble with your money and getting access to your paychecks because you voted that guy in, I think you got what you deserve. I'm sorry, but... You specifically, the one who chose to vote Donald Trump in, you got what you deserve. I'm sorry, but um, that is exactly what you get. I don't know how much I can emphasize that anyone who voted for this something to be president and now you're suffering the consequences. Oh, and a little comment to make about the, you know, the guy that was a prison guard or whatever, he worked for a federal prison of some sort, and he is now driving people around like driving Miss Daisy and Uber, and he says he's embarrassed, and he's a Trump supporter, he chose to put him in there, and because you voted for him, and you agreed with the border wall, 
How does it feel to have a, a wall, a border wall between you and your paycheck? Hmm, not so cool, isn't it? Does that humble you real quick? Well then, the next time there's an opportunity to vote, please make sure you've made a much, much smarter, like a much more well-informed decision other than the fact that you like to vote for racist people. And that being said, you are suffering the consequences of your decision. I'm glad that happened to you. You did it with intentions to inconvenience those who are not as, I guess, what we, what we call racist and prejudiced as you. You wanted to make people suffer. No, times have changed. You are absolutely looking down the barrel of your own decision. This is what you get. So this border, this government shutdown is ridiculous. I feel that there should be plenty more legislations passed to completely open the government again, whether he agrees to it or not. Open it again, ignore everything he says, and just put a trash can over his head. I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. You got a lot of people being, you know, being told that they have to work for free. Who works for free? Who? Unless you're just volunteering somewhere. If you are a volunteer, then you don't need, like no one should be ever asking you to do more than what you volunteered your time to do. Like don't put any more responsibilities on a volunteer. If once you do that, you better start signing out some paperwork to give them some money for their time, the extra time that they're wasting. Time is expensive. Your energy is expensive. You have bills to pay. So if this thing is not giving you any money to pay your bills and get you transportation to and from, then they best not be sitting up here wasting their time talking to you in your face. Unless there's something that they can compensate. I mean, nothing speaks louder than money. So you can't bribe them with a piece of technology or access to certain things. None of this is paying your bills. So this government shutdown is trying to get some free workers and some emotional labor. Like, no, I don't think so. Absolutely not. There has to be some paychecks coming out for this. Our time is expensive. Our energy is expensive. Not happening. Sorry. Um, anyway, that's my personal thought about the border wall. Nonsense. Humpty Dumpty and his wall. It's stupid. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. I think it's ridiculous. And I, once again, I don't know how many times I can say how stupid it is. It's stupid. Just as stupid as the one who thought of it. And those who encouraged him to do it. So, I hope you're, all of his supporters are affected by this. I hope you suffer the consequences of this more than anyone else that did not pick him. Thanks for listening and yeah, have a cool Thursday.
Bye. Previously on several episodes ago. Barely acted on Like, man, that's like all them people who used to announce they were leaving that place. And you know what place uh-huh, I'm talking about. I know about. exactly. They're like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like, eh? why the fuck do you announce like, just Get the fuck right, out of here. Right, just leave. Like, when I left that platform, I left. I didn't tell nobody shit. You know? Exactly, same here. Mm-hmm. If you really mean it, then you're gonna really actually do it without announcing. Cause what you're, what people do when they announce that they're gonna leave something, man, they want people to give a fuck. People, people that talk about suicide are not gonna kill themselves. Because I got this friend who she's really depressed and she always is talking about killing herself. And I'm like, if you were gonna kill yourself you wouldn't be talking about it you would just be acting all cool and then you would just exactly hello there this is maria from the strong body strong soul show out here on anchor and i just wanted to call in and leave you a message of thanks thank you so much for stopping by the show and for leaving applause it was a couple of weeks ago now but pushing that applause button makes the world a difference. Now I saw your name and I can come on over and say hello and show you some appreciation. Keep using your voice out here. I hope you are having fun on the podcast platform and have a great day. I'm Maria. Hey Maria, it is I, Casper, uh, sending you a message as well. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, I think I heard your podcast on Professionally Silly. Well, not the podcast, but um, your segment piece with Professionally Silly. Um, it's pretty cool, like, call-in session that she did. And I got a quick question. Have you heard of the Bird Box Challenge? And if you haven't, uh, I have a podcast segment that talks about it. Or you can go online and look up this crazy bird box challenge. I don't want to tell any more about it. But do let me know what you think of it once you find out about it. Have a great one. Hey Casper, hello, it's Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. Thank you so very much for taking the time to message into my show here. Yes, professionally silly. She was probably talking about New Year's resolutions, which I don't do. I do mottos or mantras. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. But anyway, thank you for calling. And I have seen the Bird Box movie. And I don't know about the challenge, but I'll go over to your show tomorrow and check it out. Thanks. It's always okay to call in and let me know about something cool that's happening out there. I'm always the last one to know. That's what it feels like sometimes. So, I will talk to you soon. I'm getting kind of serious. I'm doing an episode on Friday about the wall. Pink Floyd, the wall. But I'm tying it into the wall. By the way, Casper, if you feel like it, go ahead and find me on Instagram. Strong Body, Strong Soul. I just did a couple of IGTV videos that I posted over there. And um, 
it's so nice to meet you. I don't know how long you've been out here on the platform, but I don't mind helping with techie stuff if you have any questions, too. I've had good luck moving my audio from the Anchor podcast over to YouTube and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I also co-host on a show out here called The Creator's Council. So you're always welcome to go over there and to listen to some of those kind of techie episodes if you feel like it. Okay, thanks for calling again. Bye. Hello, Maria. Happy Sunday. Um, so everyone's been talking about putting their anchor podcast on YouTube. I am just curious as to how that happens. Can you do either, I don't know, send a message with all of how it's done or um, perhaps do a separate podcast about how it's done if you do have one that talks about putting your anchor on YouTube? Uh, I guess you can tell me what the name of the podcast episode is and I could find it. Anywho, thanks. And yeah, there's now a, n- a new challenge going on outside of the bird box. It's now the age challenge where people post pictures from like eight or ten years ago talking about how much aging has hit them. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some pretty funny stuff going on about that one now. All right, so I stopped uh, right at the sleep, right right in the beginning when you asked where <laughs> where I would be. And uh, if I if it was a if it was a subject in school, I'd be like, I'd be getting like kicked out. Of, I'd be getting kicked out of school. I'd be getting kicked out. I'd be going to juvenile detention. You know, um, I mean, just you know, just borderline from being one of them. Uh, you know, people that like shoot up schools or something, just borderline. That's how bad my sleep is. And not making fun of any of that, but I'm just saying, you know, um, just borderline. Because it's crazy the way I go to sleep. I can't go to sleep without like 15 melatonin, 10 milligram each, and I get prescribed things from the VA. So that's how bad it is for me. Hey, Rafi. Oh, man. Good to know I'm not the only one that is having issues with sleep. That's just horrible. Um, you have to get stuff from the VA to help with sleep. Meanwhile, I'm just there, like, flip-flopping, sleeping. Um, detention center? Oh, my goodness. That is horrible. <laughs> I guess I was just thinking I was just going to be, like, a grand, great, super-duper senior in school because of sleep class not ever going so well. Uh, some folks think it's probably non-24 or just needing to do something with a lot of excessive energy so that it can finally wear down the energy and go to sleep. What's going on, Casper? As you can hear, I'm driving to work. I've been following you. Oh, first of all, this is Rafi from the Cigar Rafi Podcast. I've been podcasting for like three years, probably a year and a half on Anchor. But I've been following you for the longest time. For the longest time. And today, was the, the 7th of January 2019, is when I really started listening to your podcast. Like every, I've, I haven't listened to any other one since I got out of the house. I, I said... Let me listen to a podcast. I was listening to a podcast on the way to work. 
And I can't stop listening. I don't know. Every time I think I'm going to hit stop, you say something. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me hear what you got to say about that. So this is a, this is a very good podcast. I mean, I, I'm sorry that it took me this long. I mean, I've had you on my follow list forever. But anyway, great podcast. Uh, just great podcast. I don't even know how to express myself right. But thank you. Hey, and thanks for um, for listening to my podcast. I'm glad you found it interesting. And I'm guessing the question about the sleep thing has definitely had people chiming in. I posted the question on Twitter and Facebook, and it's gotten quite some interesting reactions as well. Um, I'm going to take a listen to your podcast and see what's what else is going on as well. Um well, hopefully we can create some interesting stuff to keep to keep you listening and enjoying some of the episodes I have going on. Currently, I just team and tag team with the Doug Couch Show and a couple of other people like the Guru and um, stuff like that. But um, once again, thanks for listening to my podcast and I'm glad you found it interesting.